<clears throat> John, is yeah. there a problem in Sixers land? Maybe. Talk about that more next on Locked On 76ers. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. I'm telling you. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today. Now, Mitch, the Sixers got boat raced by the New York Knicks on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tobias Harris gets injured in that game. Joel Embiid gets injured early on, but he continues to play um, and to continue his streak of 30 and 10. Then And then... All of a sudden, the next game, Tobias is a scratch. Joel's a scratch. The Anthony Melton, another starter, stays out. Robert Covington doesn't play. So the undermanned 76ers, who've only had one original starter on the team who played, was uh, um, not original because Kelly Oubre started from the gate, too, because mm-hmm. of what you but. The thing is, they only had one starter from the gate. Well, no, they one starter, which was uh, uh, Tyrese Max. They couldn't get it out. <laughs> and they got, I ain't going to say destroyed, but they just couldn't play. Like, they couldn't, yeah. they couldn't defend. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't hit shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was bad, dude. And and my question is, is it time to panic? Is it time to panic? Well, I, I wouldn't so much as say panic, but I would say uh, it's time to be concerned. I think that, um, you know, now Joel's missed eight games, and, you know, we've seen what this team is like without him. You know, and then when you pull, you know, Tobias, who had been playing pretty well lately, you know, he's not in the lineup. Um, Robert Covington is not available to you. DeAnthony Melton's not available to you. Uh, you quickly became an ordinary basketball team, and they, you know, they couldn't defend at all against uh, against Utah. I mean, I think Utah had like seventy two points in the paint and shot almost as a, collectively almost fifty eight percent from the field and. You know, that's just a that's a recipe for disaster in the NBA, no matter, you know, no matter who you're facing. And it, it, it caught up to him on uh, against the Jazz. And the, uh, the, the Knicks just ran past him. The Knicks ran past him. They, they, they didn't look like they had it from the start. Um, and, you know, that they, they looked like, you know, Tom Thibodeau's team looked like OG had given them, you know, an, an injection of energy. So uh, I wouldn't panic. I wouldn't necessarily panic, Keith, but 
Yeah, there's definitely some concerns, man, because if you look at it, you know, the, the people, I, I'm really not into the MVP conversation. I'm not, I don't, I don't need another MVP from uh, Joel Embiid as much as I need them to advance beyond the second round of the playoffs. That's what 76ers in the city needs. Um, but yeah, there's some concerns. I mean, he's, he's missed eight games and he, he looks, he, this is a, that stretch of the year where he looks kind of gimpy. You know, he looks a little bit gimpy and he, you, you are concerned about the latter portion of the season and the playoffs. If Is he going to be healthy or is he going to be slowed by by injury uh, when the playoffs get here? And, and you have to do everything, you know, even if it's, you know, you know M- MVP award be damned. That's that's the way I look at it. If he doesn't make the sixty-five games necessary, I don't I don't care. Uh, make sure he gets to the playoffs healthy. Yeah, I, I believe he'll he'll play in those games. I mean, I do. Um, I I think that he'll get there. I think that he will. Um, I think that he'll win the MVP too. I do. Um, I think that he'll get both of them. Um, the thing is, but you are right. It's all about um, being able to. Uh, to win these games, these type of things. Now, the big disappointment, I guess, is, and I know it's hard, and I'm not being critical, but, but is the thing is that was a game for Tyrese to step up and show yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, that was a game for him to do it, and he did it against Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, he did. He played well against uh, Utah. I mean, excuse me, but Indiana, not Indiana, Orlando. But the problem is Tobias Harris was still playing. A couple of those other guys were playing. Mm-hmm. But this was a time where when you're the all-star guard and, you know, you're about to get a max contract, you got to mm-hmm. go ahead and do stuff. Like right. Kelly Oubre looked like the star on the team that night. Mm-hmm. I mean, the right. last game, you know what I mean? He did. And so that that's the thing. Other problem is, as good as these additions looked on throughout this season, on Friday, they look old. They mm-hmm. look old. They look like they was the old heads coming to the park, and the young boys was like, yo, <laughs> I heard about you. <laughs> My pops told me about you, <laughs> but I don't respect you. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take you and that's what they did they struggled a little bit against that team and another thing that i didn't like seeing is and you know i was talking to an executive a couple days ago from another team and he was like keith they quit but they didn't quit i'm like what you mean they didn't quit like Mm -hmm. they quit bro like they quit like and what i mean by that is when they knew that when it wasn't their night it wasn't that night where they were down 13. They pulled within 13 in the fourth. And next thing you know, the other team, Maxi misses a shot. They come down, they bury a three, boom. Mm-hmm. And then they went on a big run to end the game. I didn't like the body language. I didn't like the way they played. They looked like a team that was defeated. And, you know, it's hard to see that when a team is you, you talking about, they got a lot of fight. They got dogs. They got this. They got that. And they let the villain, they let the uh, the New York Wildcats come in here with all them Villanova dudes getting off on them, killing them. I mean, if you think about it, you think about this. 
this was a beautiful homecoming for those Villanova cats. So Dante DiVincenzo was hitting threes in the beginning. He's the one that got his started, right? Josh Hart, a guard, had 15 rebounds. Right. Right? And That's then crazy. We had Jay, then you had Jalen Brunson with 29 points. At first they said he had 30, but then they, the official box score took a point from him and gave it to somebody else. So you like, they was like, this is my house. I've been in the Well Fargo Center longer than y'all. People came to see us. Uh-huh. And it was loud. Huh? There was a it was a host of New York fans in there too. Like it always is. Dude, they were going, they were saying, go Knicks, go, go Knicks, go. I was like, oh my gosh. Or is it go New York? Go. No, it's go Knicks. Go New York go. Yeah. Oh, go New York. It's New York. Go New York. Go New York. Go. go. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then they was like trolling Joel. Like the fans was trying to troll him. I'm like, yo, they was uh, loud. It, it was, was almost like they, It was almost like they set the table for what was that happened to the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday. I know. <laughs> yeah. But we digress. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I don't know about you. Like, I, I got people on Facebook telling me that the Eagles happy to make the playoffs. At least they made them like, bro, you, <laughs> you, you want you want to go see a boat race? <laughs> don't be happy, bro. Don't be happy. That's like, I don't know. That's like a guy, unless you're going to get paid. That's like a dude getting a, a shot against Mike Tyson. But he ain't deserve. He only got like three wins, and but but somebody else wasn't there, and they like you got a chance to play the champ. Yeah, you got a chance. Hope you're gonna get paid well. Hope you're gonna get paid. Well. Never, never be heard from again, huh? Never to be heard from again. Yeah, no. I mean, it, yeah, the Eagles. I mean, the Sixers. I don't understand this, but and the, the Eagles too. But I think the Sixers could bounce back. But that. they just they got work to do. They got work to do. And, and, and give Nick Nurse credit. He's been saying that all year. We're mm-hmm. not where we want to be. We got a good team, but we're not where we want to be. So yeah. Coach has been talking that stuff, and, you know, I, I agree with him. But when we get back, we got to break down this. We I want to talk a little bit more about Joel, John, like I really do. Um, and and I want to – one thing I want to talk to you about is because I wrote that I think that Joel – and the Joker, or mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic, are two great uh, centers, but we can't compare the two. Like everybody wants to make comparisons to them. Some people didn't like what I wrote because in the, in the Philadelphia Inquirer because they felt like I'm giving Joel props, and he they feel like Joe uh, the Joker is on a different level uh, mm-hmm. than them. That's their opinion, but we're going to talk about it. I really want to talk about it because I think I still think. They're both great players in their own right, and you can't compare the two. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get a little not tired, but it's kind of to me, it's like uh, Michael Jordan and LeBron James. They both were great in their own right, but they were different types of pay- players. And that's how these two guys are. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that. But right now, I want to talk about game time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets for your next big event. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all your sports, music, comedy, theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, 
game time takes to get work guesswork out of buying tickets, right? Download the game time app, create an account, and use the code locked on for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $20 off. Download Game Time Today, last-minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So, Mitch, do you think it's fair? I mean, you could disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's, it's fair when we when we always compare these guys? Because, and I'm just going to say this before I add, just explain a little bit more. You know, what I mean by that is in order for the Sixers to be on top of their game, now Joel does is distributing rock now. He's playing extremely unselfish. But in order for the Sixers to be on top of their game and win, Joel Embiid has to be a dominant offensive force. Mm-hmm. What that does is it leads to open shots for teammates and things like that. But it has yeah. to start with him. With the Denver Nuggets, in order for them to really win games, a lot of times is they run their offense from the um, from from the Joker through the mm-hmm. Joker, whereas he's playing point center. He's getting assists. He's doing this. He's Which getting all amazing. these doubles, huh? Which is amazing. Which is amazing. amazing. So you look at one guy. One guy is an a dominant offensive force mm-hmm. where the other guy is a point center. So mm-hmm. when we look at statistics and we try to compare the two, I don't think you can. I don't. Now, again, there are going to be some people that says, okay, but the Joker won a championship. The Joker did this. I ain't talking about that right now. I'm talking about their comparisons right now, this regular season, and other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can also say that Nikola Jokic had more continuity on his team than Joel Embiid has ever had yeah. in regards to stuff like that, right? Which is huge. And you can also say Nikola Jokic was getting bounced early, too, mm-hmm. when when Murray wasn't there. Right. Right? So, you know what I mean? Come on now. Come on now. So, like, you know, I just want your opinion of of the comparison of the two. Yeah, I, I mean, they're, I mean, they, those two, and, and obviously Giannis represent, you know, the best that the league has to offer, particularly in the front court right now. Um, I personally, until, and, and I hear what you're saying, right, right now, during the regular season, um, I would give MB the nod. I'd give him the nod. Uh, but I'm also at the point, and I don't think we can make the argument, Keith, that we, we can just make it by just saying uh, just just the regular season. Because if you go on a regular season, uh, you know, if I had a vote for the MVP, um, if I was living in, in Alaska this year, I'd vote for uh, a Joel mm-hmm. because of the way he's playing. But they do play they do play different games. And their teams require do require different things from uh, their big men. Um, and, and the one point you point, one thing you did point out is the continuity of roster. The Sixers have done so much pulling and plugging, and, and, and some of it was not their fault. Obviously, when uh, Ben Simmons refused to play for them, that just whenever the number one pick 
decides he can no longer play for you. I mean, it's just, it's unprecedented. Uh, and what's well, not un- completely unprecedented, but the way he did it was unprecedented. So mm-hmm. it just changes everything moving forward. And we're going to, we're going two years back now. Um, but you know, you, you have to give the durability edge to the Joker. Um, <clears throat> you have to give the readiness edge to the Joker. I think right now, again, I would I would vote for Joel Embiid as an MVP. But you know, if let's, let's I look at it this way: if he wins his second MVP and they don't get out of the second round, he's already the first MVP candidate to never play in the NBA Finals. Now, if he becomes a two-time NBA MVP and also becomes the only two-time MVP to not yet reach the finals, now that doesn't mean he won't reach the finals moving forward because you can't really hold that against him. But he's got to – he's got to – for him, it's all about the playoffs. I, I, I completely understand your argument. Right now, he's the best player in the world. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't have that hardware, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that. Yeah, well, I guess you you make a valid point. I can I can see where you come from. That he doesn't have the hardware, mm-hmm. but but I don't think that. I just think they're different players. Like I, I feel like yeah. that. You know, when we talk about them, it's hard to compare them. Like I guess you can say one guy got a championship, and and you give him a nod for that. But to me, it's kind of like. You know, you you compare him against some of the most offensive-minded, dominant, lethal scoring centers in the league, Mm -hmm. guys who were known to come out there and just get buckets, right? Yeah. He's also a dominant rim protector. And then I think when you you talk of uh, Jokic, it's kind of like you compare him to great facilitators, great Mm -hmm. stuff like this, great team guys, you know. They're just completely two different players. But, again, the debate goes on and on. But it's weird, though. It's like a lot of people flip-flop. A lot of people do. Like, I know people who've been, like, in the public eye, depending on who's on top, mm-hmm. they pick that person. Yeah. Or whoever they feel like they got allegiance to at that time. And then a year or so later, it flips. They flip. And, yeah. I, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, prove me wrong. Like, I, I, I do think that, you know, the yoke, the Joker won the chip. He's this and that. I think that what Joel Embiid is doing right now is historic. Yeah, it is. It's historic. So don't compare him to Joker right now when what he's doing is historic. Like, it's just something they're completely different. It's just like when Joker was getting all those triple doubles and doing all that other stuff. Well, you knew Joel wasn't going to do it, so why are you going to compare? Uh-huh. Like they're just two different players. Now, the ultimate thing is, like you said, winning the championship. Right. Kola Jokic has been able to win a championship. It's up to Joel. And Joel, like you said in the first um, segment, you know, is all about Joel now trying to go out there and get out of the second round. Mm-hmm. None of this other stuff matters, right? This stretch that he's doing right now, none of it matters. But he just right. has to go out and do it. You know, I, I I break it down usually when I look at it. I um I think the best way to, to do it, just how I do it, is if you put yourself in a general manager seat, and both both of these players are sitting there, and we know what we know about both of those players, which one do you take if you're building a team from scratch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Wow, that's a good one. That's a good one. I, but I also think that, that, and there's also a tough one too, because it's kind of like, it doesn't it also matter like what does this team need to? Like if you have a bunch of scorers and you have this and that and you need a point guard, if you need a point guard and you don't have a point guard, I think I'm taking Nikola Jokic. Yeah. If I have a point guard, if I have a, a, an elite level point guard, but I need somebody that's going to go out there and get me a bucket, right? Sure. I think yeah. I'm taking Mm-hmm. But it's again, a, if you're building from scratch, if you don't have if right. all these are unknowns, which yeah. one you take? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, let I me think. think huh? I, I think I take the Joker. Yeah. I think I take just because of what we know, and the biggest differentiator is is durability and availability. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Me, that's if, if I'm a general manager and I'm making my living doing this. I think I got to take a joker. And, and I hate to say that because I look at Embiid and I think Embiid is a more talented player. Yeah. Um, but, but again, they're very different. Like you said, one is, is a point center, which again, to me is amazing that we even utter those words together. And the other guy just completely dominant score and a better rim protector, better yeah. rim protector. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. a good debate. Yeah, it is a good debate. It's a great debate. It's a great debate. It's a great debate. But look, I want to talk to y'all. We're going to uh, do a, a next segment, talk a little bit more about uh, the injury to some of the other starters, uh, particularly Tobias Harris. Um, uh, Anthony Melton, believe it or not, like, it's funny. A lot of people are saying get Melt out of the starting lineup, but now they really miss him. So we're going to talk about those two guys and other guys. But before we do that, I want to talk to y'all about FanDuel. The NFL season is wrapped up, but there's still some time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets when they're used. This app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to be uh, be bet like uh, live same game parlays. Find bets in the new Explore tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. The best way to find popular parlays and more. So I'm telling y'all, go out there and do it today, people. Definitely do it today. But when when you also have some free time, you also need to treat yourself. And what you should treat yourself to is the Locked On 24 Ever streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it. Do it today. So what's popping, Mitch? So what what do you think with the whole Tobias thing? It seemed like he didn't sprain his ankle, he jammed his ankle. Um, you know, whatchamacallit is dealing with back issues, mm-hmm. which which is kind of tough. Yeah. Covenant has a, a left knee infusion. So it's 
these are injuries that you feel like may be able to may have may linger. Now, Tobias, I think his stuff should be fine. I I totally expect Tobias to play on Wednesday, probably the other two too. But it just seems like these can be tough injuries, man. Tough injuries. I mean, or tough breaks for the team. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's going to force force Nick Nurse to go deeper into that bench again. Um, they're going to need some guys to to reassert themselves. Uh, and if, again, it forces you know when you when you with all these starters, man, it's it's one thing to have guys you know to have the reserves, a reserve here, reserve there. But you know when you got Joel nursing something, you've got uh, Tobias nursing something, and you got DeAnthony nursing something. It puts you. It puts. Uh, it puts you in a bad spot. You know, I, I, I was reading your article. I think it was about that they had missed like seventy some odd points from their offense uh, against Utah. I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. So they're going to have to. I, I, again, you, you look at Tyrese Maxey. It's like, hey, Tyrese Maxey. We're talking all this stuff about the All Star game. You know, you just saw. Uh, 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 New York come in here and get a really nice performance from Brunson, a guy who's making an argument to appear on the all-star team this year. Uh, so you need Tyrese Maxey to really, you know, I'm not saying he's got to drop a 40 piece on somebody or 50 piece, but he's really got to come out and play a good and play a good game against Atlanta from end to end. Cause they're going to need it from him. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely is. He definitely is. The one thing about Melton, I think that, and maybe we touched about this before in the past, but the thing is, I think that because of we don't look at him as an offensive player, even though he is averaging a career best points, right, and Mm -hmm. he's been attacking, you know, we don't really consider him that offensive player. Like, we look at Kelly Oubre, we look at – Nick Batoon, and we say some people are saying like everybody talking about how explosive this starting lineup has been mm-hmm. when when they have them paired with Maxi, Tobias, and Embiid. Well, but as we learned against the Knicks, you need somebody that's going to be able to make stops. Now, granted, they can make stops, but your boy Melton is basically was third in the league in steals, tied for third in in steals. He was in the top four in deflections. So that goes a long way. Now, again, those are things that deflections we don't keep up, people don't keep up with, right? Then you talk about Covington who didn't play. He's the same way. He's in those categories too. So one of the top guys in the league in deflection. But to me, they've really been missed because not only that – you have certain guys who you got to switch up the rotation. You got to bring other guys in who really haven't played a lot or other guys. You got to give them extended minutes right. where you know sometimes, you know, certain players extended minutes, isn't a good thing for everybody. Sometimes right. people are on the floor a little bit too long and get exposed. Right. So I'm saying this to say like, they really miss Melt, and people may not want to admit it, but they do. They miss him and they miss Cubs. Yeah, they uh, they it's 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 one thing to be a bad team and to have guys out of the lineup. It's it's another thing to be a, a good team, or in the Sixers' case, even a surprisingly good team, because I don't think a lot of people expected them to be as good as they are at this point in the season. We expected something other than what we had, 
um, and, and and in the sense that they are a team, they get a lot of different things from a lot of different players. And uh, Melton does get his hand. He plays the passing lanes well. You know, he cuts off angles. He does those things very well. And, he, and like you said, he's averaging 12 points per game. So he's not he, – he's a, having a legitimately good year as a starter. You know, you, you're not expecting – you know, Tyrese is the guy who's going to get you the points out of the backcourt. Uh, you expect Kelly Uber to be a more efficient scorer playing in the backcourt than uh, than DeAnthony Melton. So, you know, the bottom line is, when you know, when they're healthy, when, you know, when those guys are gelling, you know, we saw that eight-game win streak early in the season, and we know that what they do when they are healthy, uh, that, that everybody's making a contribution. You don't have a lot of guys. I mean, I mean even you, you look at Tobias right now. He was, Tobias was playing well before the, these, you know, the, the – the, the ankle, whatever the injury is right now, he was playing well. He, he had shaken off a a series of games where he hadn't reached double figures for a few weeks. Well, not double figures, tw- uh, 20 points for a few weeks. And then he came back and was being more aggressive and going to the well. So the Sixers need all – it's not just Joel. They need everybody to be healthy, and especially when they, you go through these stretches when Joel's not there, you need these guys healthy. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. But look, y'all, I want to talk to y'all real quick again about Locked On Sports today. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts on Locked On Plus, our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel so we want y'all to do that but we also want to thank y'all for listening today we want to let y'all know that you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast at and it's free and available wherever you get your podcast at make sure you go to our youtube channel locked on 76ers and click on the liberty bell that enables you to become a new subscriber and you get notifications when we have, uh, you know, podcasts out there. So, look, we want to thank you all for listening and have a blessed day. Peace. Take care, y'all.